Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are coming to the conclusion of Ecclesiastes chapter 8, looking at verses 14 through 17 in the New Revised Standard Version. It reads, There is a vanity that takes place on earth, that there are righteous people who are treated according to the conduct of the wicked, and there are wicked people who are treated according to the conduct of the righteous. I said that this also is vanity. So I commend enjoyment, for there is nothing better for people under the sun than to eat and drink and enjoy themselves, for this will go with them in their toil through the days of life that God gives them under the sun. When I applied my mind to know wisdom and to see the business that is done on earth, how one's eyes see sleep neither day nor night, then I saw all the work of God, that no one can find out what is happening under the sun. However much they may toil in seeking, they will not find it out. Even though those who are wise claim to know, they cannot find it out. Again, this is Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verses 14 through 17 in the New Revised Standard Version, which titles these verses, God's Ways Are Inscrutable. And it looks at uh, the general theme for chapter 8, according to the commentary, Wisdom and Mysteries. And uh, Matthew Henry titles this, The Mysteries of Providence, or The Mysteries of God's Will. I will be back to share uh, insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for listening to my daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Please listen, subscribe, and follow. Also leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and my new favorite, Good Pods, and many other listening platforms. Also, please follow me on Twitter and Facebook. We're concluding Ecclesiastes chapter 8, looking at verses 14 through 17 in the New Revised Standard Version. Verse 14 asks, why do the bad have it good and the good have it bad? And this has been a question throughout generations, this thought, how the uh, prosperity of the wicked and the troubles of the righteous are often interchanged. The easy version uh, reads, here is something else that is not right. The judges should not punish good people, but sometimes they do that. And the judges do not punish the bad people that they should punish. I have not discovered any good reason for this. And of course, God is not the blame for this. No fault is to be found in God, but it is to the world. And in the words of Solomon, this is vanity. Things of the world are not at their best. And of course, it's because of the hardness of men's heart. Solomon, of course, is speaking from a point of view where Christ hasn't been born. So he doesn't have eternity in his view as we do. So he felt that life was meaningless. 
we know that life is not meaningless if you trust in Christ as your Savior. And he wanted to know, again, why do the good, why do good men and women suffer? In our eternity viewpoint, because we have Christ as our Savior, we know that there is none righteous but Christ. And that's in Romans 3 and 8. And we know that uh, also that God is merciful, compassionate, patient, and that bad person can be forgiven. And that's in uh, Psalm 145, verse 8. So once people turn their hearts and lives over to God, that perspective changes. We have eternity in our view. We don't have to have a, a viewpoint that life is vanity, that life is meaningless. Solomon laments that the wicked and the righteous get the opposite of what they deserve. But he understood, and we understand, that God's justice prevails. So even though sometimes we get frustrated that justice is sometimes perverted, we have to understand God's justice prevails, and we trust Him. And then verses 15 through 17 says, Live for the moment, and know there is more than what you can see. Solomon encourages us to enjoy life despite its many difficulties. He would not have us fret nor uh, perplex ourselves about it or make ourselves uneasy, but cheerfully enjoy what God has given us in this world to be content and make the best of it. And uh, again, it says, so I commend enjoyment. For there is nothing better for people under the sun than to eat and drink and enjoy themselves. So we thank God for the uh, labor of our hands, that he blesses it. And he gives us the strength and to enjoy the work of our hands. And then Solomon was one of those who couldn't sleep at night. He says, I thought about all these things all day and all night. I did not go to sleep. And I know how he feels because sometimes my mind just can't relax for nothing because it's reliving the day. And if you can think about this wise man who has all these thoughts constantly going through his mind. So I can imagine that he could not sleep because of all the things he was thinking about. Solomon's search for understanding reminds us that even if a wise man claims he understands, he truly cannot understand God's work. No one can. Remember, Solomon is the wisest man, well, was the wisest man that lived. And he found it perplexing. He couldn't understand it. No matter the effort, human wisdom is limited. We thank God again as we come to the end of this chapter, which has been perplexing. <laughs> but let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. As we look at uh, what Solomon has told us in this chapter about the mysteries of, of uh, your will. And we thank you, God, that your ways are inscrutable, that we can't change them, we can't understand them, but we trust you and we believe in you. And God, we thank you that Solomon tells us that we need to uh, enjoy life under the sun. Eat, drink, and enjoy ourselves. We thank you for that. We thank you that you bless the toils of our hand, the toil of our hands. We thank you that you bless the work of our hands. We thank you 
even though uh, things seem a little difficult, especially with so many going through so many things. God, we trust you. We trust you that you do um, hear, you do answer prayer, you do listen, and we thank you for that. We praise you. We thank you for your uh, son. We thank you for Holy Spirit who's there to guide us and uh, utter, make utterances for us as I stumble through this prayer. Holy Spirit, take it to God's throne and make it and um, make it uh, make sense <laughs> in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.